Welcome to episode 16 of the Anxious Adolescence Podcast, our first fully recorded one. We're just going to see how it goes. We've got go visuals. We have visuals. We are now TikTok famous, Scott. What is it now? 900 views? 1,900. 1,900 yeah. views. And it's horrible. Please do not look at it. It is creepy. <laughs> I don't know what was going through my head, but I can't delete it now. It's too big. It's too big to fail, you know? TikTok's our biggest platform. Oh, we had a really good Instagram week. We had a good Instagram week, but I feel like TikTok's more like going to be the best way to grow our channel. That's it. Anyway, let's get on to something important. What? <laughs> I'm keeping this in. I'm keeping this in. In case you're wondering what is currently happening, we have some background noise going on. Um, so Christopher is just quickly winding down his windows. Should we A, restart or B, roll with it? No, I'll just cut it. I'll cut half of it. Cut it? But then you're going to have to cut the video as well. I can't hear it now. Right. Sorry about the disturbance. Back to Taylor Swift, no? Is that what we're talking about? T-Swizzle? T-Swizzle, yeah. So she's re-released. Not a new album. A re-release of an album. It's long as. It's two and a half hours, apparently. The whole Red album? Yep. Because Ooh. it's the Red Album plus five extra songs plus like a couple ones extended versions and of course the just that one extended version. I think there was a couple extended versions. Maybe couple. there was just maybe there's just one. But she added like extra songs. There's like five bonus tracks. Hmm, interesting. Have you listened to it? Yeah. You fucking liar. <laughs> you fucking liar. I have listened to <laughs> okay, it. Okay, I've tried to listen to the long song. And it was okay, but it's just long. Oh, it's you're long. The Swifties are coming for you. Oh, stop. They're yeah. a cult. They're a cult. They're fine. You know who I wouldn't want to be right now. Me. Jake Gyllenhaal. Yes, 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 yes. So Taylor re-released this album Which because, we hate. We hate him. Because her... This is... I don't understand how this is going to happen. So she was with a recording company, Big Machine Records, in 2005. Mm-hmm. Then that company then sold the rights to her record to another company who's owned by a dude that hates Taylor. So I don't understand how... So, how can you hate Taylor? Yeah, so he hates Taylor and that's why she doesn't want to give any of her money to him because she gets nothing apparently or barely anything from the sales from this record. But I don't think this record would still be selling, would it? I have to say, I'm a little done with millionaires being like, I'm not getting anything yeah, from my yeah, record. I understand yeah. that you're not getting what you should be getting, but I'm currently busting my balls for yeah, $24 minimum an wage hour, over here. So I don't want to fucking hear it, bitch. Yeah, but I guess she... It's tough. It's it tough. is her shit, so she should be getting paid. Like, it's still her... Really like she, she, it's her um, intellectual property and everything. Do you so know like, what? Girl better watch out, because eat the rich. Eat the rich, yeah. <laughs> tax, tax the rich. Eat the rich, tax the rich. Yeah, exactly. Like, she just needs to, like... No, she can do what she wants, but I don't know why people are hyping it up that much. Like, did they not listen to it before? It's the same song. It's the same song. Like, how can it be the most streamed now? So it, it was, is it just because it's come to the limelight now? Like, so she's bigger now than when it was released. Yes. So that's the thing. But I also think people were fucking hyped for this 10 minute version of All Too Well. What the fuck is this? Um, oh dear, oh dear. All over it? Fuck. Fuck, we forgot the name. How did we forget the name? Let me get, keep it going. Yeah, they're hyped for it, but it's, I feel bad for Jake. A little bit. I feel bad for Jake. Like, no. At the time, he already got, like, all too well. You're right. At the time, he already got dragged for it. Now it's 10 years later. You don't think he's developed as a person at all? Yeah, <laughs> he has. He has. He's moved on. He's got older. And, like... I just... um, I don't know. I don't want to say anything bad because I'm currently... People haven't been coming for me in my DMs for a few weeks now over the podcast. So I just You don't can't wanna... let them control your life. Okay, um... I personally think the Jake Gyllenhaal hate, was it funny to begin with? Absolutely. Mm, mm. Has it gone a little far? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, 
But also don't fuck with Taylor. Like, you should have known that. Yeah. So the original 2012 album was said to be inspired by the musician's brief 2010 romance with Jake Gyllenhaal. Sometimes you need to talk it over, over and over and over, for it ever, ever really be. For it to ever really be over. Wasn't it three months, the relationship? Oh, it was short. Yeah, three months. But apparently he took her virginity. Oh. So that was... That's it's kind of alluded to in the song about something about a scarf. scarf. I saw that on yeah, TikTok. I, saw I, was that like, and I was like, I did extension I, English, babe, and I, I feel think like we're making true. some big leaps there. Big claims here. So I was like, I don't know. If we should just look at the scarf as the main thing. But yeah, so she, yeah, it was only it was it was ten years ago, and it was a three month relationship. So did she record the extended version back then? Back then. Oh, okay. that and makes people sense. have been like, please release it for like the last ten. She years. must be like hyping it up. You know what I mean? Like, oh, oh I'm not gonna absolutely. release it. I got this ten minute version. I'm not gonna release it. So now when it comes out, it's massive. She's not dumb. Like her PR team, there's a reason that she is like the most popular woman in music mm-hmm, right now. Mm-hmm. Jake Gyllenhaal listening to the 10 minute version of All Too Well, realizing 21 year old Taylor called him out for the future. I'll get older, but your lovers stay my age. That's another thing we didn't talk about. Jake Gyllenhaal, um, notorious. Notorious is bad. He dates a lot of younger women, a bit like Leonardo DiCaprio. Like Leonardo's- Uncomfortably come, like how young? Oh, they, like they're okay. adults, right? Well, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, great. yeah, Let's yeah. Just yeah. Leave with that. They're they're, they're <laughs> adults, yes, yes. So Jake Gyllenhaal is forty. I think his girlfriends have been like twenty-two. He's not that Mr. Brokeback Mountain. I don't understand what happened in Brokeback Mountain. Like I say, no, just give me. I I think I actually know we can move on from that. No, quick rundown. <laughs> Basically, I think it was the sixties. It was set. These two people work on like a ranch. Yeah. Um. And they're just like you know herding sheep we love it on this ranch for like months on end just those two mm-hmm. i think like about i don't know a quarter way through the film it gets like very hot and passionate he's like come inside there's eluding eye contact throughout the yeah. whole film and then like halfway through it's like come inside the tent like you look cold they fuck right okay got it <laughs> wow thanks scott just shocking right? shocking and jake gyllenhaal's the bottom as well so let's that's good to note yeah um no bottom shaming but it's fine he can do what he wants <laughs> we're not gonna but um then they like leave the ranch. They have this whole moment. Mm. They don't see each other for years. Then they meet back up when they both have wives. Then they like king. Yeah. Um. Then. Uh, Do they die? One of them dies. Like and one of them gets from killed memory, for being. It's very bad. The death, and we think Anne Hathaway, who was the wife of Jake Gyllenhaal, like outed him to like these people and da 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 da. But it was right, like, bad, right. Bad. I thought it was like like Jake Gyllenhaal or like one of the two guys like outed the other one to no, like protect no, no, himself no. and then. No, it wasn't that. Anyway, so that was that's what he's notorious known for, not notorious, but yeah. I would say known for. What else has he done? He's done um that one on Netflix. Netflix movie was a stolen movie from this Swedish one where he's like he's in a room and he's like a the guilty. And he's on like a phone call for the whole time and he's that was pretty good. Okay, I was on Netflix. I saw it recently, twenty twenty one. It was made. Have you watched it? Yeah. Oh. It was okay. It was pretty good. He's been in Spider Man Far From Home. Um, oh. He's wasn't he's, that Ryan Reynolds? No, that's Jake Gyllenhaal. They, they kind of look, look the, the same. same. And then Paul Rudd, Ryan Reynolds, Jake Gyllenhaal, Paul Rudd, all have similar... They're the same person. Have you seen them in a room together? No. Mm? But I don't think... Paul Rudd was voted um, Sexiest Man of the Year or something. In what year? This year or something, yeah. Uh, pff, absolutely not. Most of, yeah, like um, Forbes or whatever, GQ. He's... I've only liked Paul Rudd in one film. Which was? Have a guess. I don't know, I don't know. Clueless. Many. Oh, isn't that a TV show? I totally paused. Are you being serious right now? Oh, no, I got it, got it. Clueless is on sorry, the same sorry, level yeah, as, like, yeah, yeah. Mean Girls and... Legally Blonde. Legally... Uh, I no. would say it's above Legally Blonde. Isn't Legally it the same actor? Reese Witherspoon... No. Wasn't she in Legally Blonde? No. Reese Witherspoon was in Legally Blonde. Yeah, Reese Witherspoon was in Legally Blonde. She's not in Clueless as well. Yes, yeah, she is. 
Oh, that's not her. Sorry. <laughs> you think they look similar. Look you cannot tell me. They don't look similar. Have a look at them. They look similar. We should do... Uh, maybe not, actually, because I just realized that her friend is um, African-American. I was going to be like, we should dress up as them, but probably not. Maybe um, not. Um, <laughs> no, no. It so, would be a cute outfit. We'll just do that. So both. So Jake Gyllenhaal's girlfriend at the moment is 25, and he's 40. I guess it's 15 years. That's not... Um, I personally think that's weird. I think it's weird, yeah, but like it's not... We're nearly... We're not even close to 25. No, but, we're not close to 25, but... Um, dating a 40-year-old woman? If I dated someone 22, mm. you guys would be like, let's... Yeah, watch that. This one. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, fine. Yeah. But let's watch it. Let's watch it. But if you're saying then, like, what would be equivalent? I guess seven years. So thirty-three year old, you dating or Absolutely me dating? Absolutely not. Yeah, would not happen. No. At that point, you could have two kids. If you're Adele, you've had two kids. You've got divorced. You've had four albums. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Adele's happens. only thirty-three. Yeah, I have never had an emotion quite like Adele in any of her singles. Jeez, I thought she was a lot. I think she's been around for ages, hasn't she? Well, her first album was 19. 19? Oh, okay. So, what? Because she always... 14 years. After yeah, her age, or her album. So, there's 19, yeah. 21, 25, and 30. Let me double check right. that so I don't get attacked. So, then people have been comparing Jake Gyllenhaal's relationships to Leonardo DiCaprio. And you know the infamous chart of Leonardo DiCaprio? So, once they get to 25, he dumps them. And then starts again. Yeah. Yeah. 25's too old? Yeah, 25's the, the max. Uh, the youngest he's had is 18 when he was 24. Oh, um, hmm. And then the youngest That's is weird. 20 after that. So he'll be like 30 and dating a 20 year old, 38 and 20, 43 and 20. Yeah. People yeah. don't understand that even if, even if the person's intentions are genuine, mm. there is still a power imbalance. If you are 24 and someone is 18, your life experiences are different. Your emotional state is different. Well, like your, all your, um, you grew up in different times. So all your references, like your... They should be different. Well, they should and be different. if they're not, they're manipulating you. Uh, unless, Leo, you know, <laughs> he worked backwards to like relate to his girlfriends. So he just watches all the like the kids stuff, you know, like, oh, I remember back in like iCarly was big and... <laughs> um, Leo's like, old I remember now. Victorious, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Victorious. Wow, yeah, great. I was about to say, everyone has those days. That's Hannah Montana, that's, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> but you can, you can, the audience will kill you, but that's all good. So you, so you like the album though. Overall, you enjoyed the album. I am going to be honest. The only one that I've really like actually listened to was the 10 minute version because of TikTok, but I liked it. Didn't they get actors in for it? Couldn't tell you. <laughs> they had the lady from Stranger Thing in it. Millie Bobby Brown. No, no, no. The redhead. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah. Yes, 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 she yes. was and in she it. She was like crying. And yes. then the, isn't the other bloke. Um, yeah. Dylan O'Brien was in it. Yeah, Dylan O'Brien from like... Dylan O'Brien in... has been hilarious on his like um, Twitter because she did an interview saying like... Um, if it has brackets, Taylor's version behind it, that means I own it now. Like, that's great. And then Dylan O'Brien on his Twitter. Yeah. Like, Dylan O'Brien brackets, <laughs> Taylor's version. Like, he's clever. I love Dylan O'Brien. Selling people to get vaccinated. Dylan O'Brien, well. if you're listening to the podcast. Okay. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm going to just cut that out. Like, <laughs> Don't you dare. I'm just going to start using the podcast as like um, yeah. speed dating. Is that, that's what you're going to do. I'm going to get political, Dylan O'Brien. What? On his thing, yeah. That's all right, though. He's what like political. He no, he's nothing bad. He's what just, did he say? He's just like COP2026, 20, you know, all that stuff. Oh. It's nothing. Mm. Yeah, it's nothing bad. He's got a skit. It looks normal. Has he fallen off? Not fallen off, but like... Absolutely not. What's he doing now? Like, what's his latest movie or anything? He was in the... Um, he's in a new one. Uh, Dylan O'Brien. Love and Monsters. I watched that. Oh, he was in the... Okay, did you see the film where it was like him and this old guy and they were like partnered together as lovers and they were both like, we're not gay. But I haven't seen it. I just saw the trailer. What? Just... That seems a bit. 
no, no. And there was like a, and then they like fell in love. And then at the very end, it was like, oh, we accidentally made a mistake. Like you weren't meant to be paired together, but it was like scientific, like to find your soulmate. Oh, is this like, um, what was Black Mirror? Where they had like, oh, they... Was it Black Mirror? Might have just been an episode. Where they have like, um, create different scenarios and see what the outcome is. And then like 90% of the time you'll stay together or like 10, like 80% of the time you'll break up. And then your best match, then they'll put you together. 90% of the time and 80% of the time. I'm doing quick math. No, like I'm talking different scenarios. Oh God. Okay. Yeah. That, that was a weird episode. He's like, been in a lot. Oh, the internship. That was fucking funny. It was an ad for Google, the internship. It was what? just an ad for Google, the internship. It was trying to make Google look more relatable and cool and, you know, like, oh, the place to work. That's what the internship was. Gag. Wolfwatch? What the fuck is that? Anyway, stop looking at the movies. We've got I to love Dylan O'Brien. Stay focused. We go down too many rabbit holes, Scott. <laughs> okay. Another thing this week that happened was the finale of Channel 9's Parental Guidance. Scott is an avid fan. He watched all the episodes. Let's I've start watched... with the first one, okay? So in the show, they have two groups, of two groups, right? They've got the back row and the front row. Yeah. So and for those who don't know... Um... You know, Australia has decided we're going to get all these different parenting styles and yes. we're going to pit them against each other in like challenges, like a game show almost, and see which parenting style is the best. The best, yeah. Best outcome for the kids. The best you know, outcome the... for the kids, parents, family, blah, 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 blah community, yeah, raising exactly, good yeah. people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so there's a front row parents. Those are the ones that are being judged that week. And the yep. back row parents are the ones judging them. Judging them. Yeah. two like hosts. Two hosts, yeah, two hosts. Which are one I of them, like the hosts. I like the dude because he's a... He's an actual dad that's giving you the facts. Yes, like and, the he's girl, a, and he's like a... He's interesting and fun. Yeah, but she's not... Her jokes are not funny. She tries to oh, like... Every her. time that comes back from the ad, she likes this shitty joke. The jokes are bad. They're like corny, okay? <laughs> and then she's like... <laughs> okay. I liked her. Um, you know the guy next to her has like six kids? I know. Oh, and he's like a Dominic Perrottet energy. Yeah, he's running for his money. Well, Dominic's got the touch. We all know this. He's got seven now, hasn't he? Yeah, well, he's got um, Immaculate Conception. So he'll brush up against you and you're like, oh, fuck, I'm pregnant again. Okay, Jesus. There's another one, yeah. Okay. Um, it's that, when you're that close with God, it just it just happens. It just happens, you know? It's, leave it's those a struggle. Kids alone. Leave those kids alone. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Stop. Um, so do you want to go through each parenting style? Because I've got the whole list here and I just want to hear your opinion on them. Hit them. French. French is the first one. So this is like two parents, they have one kid, which sometimes I think it's unfair to compare like parenting with one kid to parenting with like three or four. Yeah, so with the French parenting style, it was very much... Um, independent. Independent, my child is an adult, I'm going to dot, dot, dot. Which worked, in my opinion, that was the best parenting style. But yeah. it was the best parenting style because you had two parents on one kid and the child was very complacent, very agreeing, very mature. Yeah, yeah. What if you had a child that was um, a boy? Let's just put it like that. A boy. We all know growing up with boys is different than growing up with girls. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like the child suited it perfectly, but maybe that's like the parenting. So we'll just get it up. And like this is, so these were the French parents. They were nice. Personally, like he's the French dude. She's just like. I, I thought she was the best one. I thought she was a bit dramatic. She was At a times. bit CEO. She treated her daughter like an employee. Yeah. Like with that conversation, she was like, we need to have a talk. Let's sit down. And I was like, she's your child. It seemed unempathetic. But I will say that her child's respect was there. Her mm. organization was there. Like, I liked their parenting She could style. live by herself, yeah. And it like, felt like when they did that map thing, she could find her way there. When they did, like, different tasks, she was like, the kid was good. Yeah, and she had, like, she trusted adults. But when they had that whole episode, don't know if you saw it because it was episode oh, two, maybe I not, think, yeah. They had their children at a park with, like, a babysitter. And a stranger came up with, like, a dog and tried to convince the children to leave the park with them. Right, and what happened with them? She stayed. She, she stayed. Was like, Let me ask. She was like, I would love to. Let me ask my babysitter first. So she went to ask the babysitter. And the babysitter was like, I don't think so. But a lot of other children didn't. Just, just went with it. Mm-hmm. I thought that was weird. I didn't think they should do that. 
I'm glad they did because it's an important conversation to have. It isn't. It isn't. But you remember the whole video of like, um, what's it like? What the, what the hell are you doing? The guy like like it was all it was on YouTube. It was all YouTube pranks, and like they'll they'll catfish the kid and like meet them in a park. Okay, but this isn't 2012. I guess it's better done. This is like done more... in a good environment where we're teaching other parents. Yeah. You need to have a conversation with your kids so they don't get snatched. But then Next it cut. No, but <laughs> this is the thing. I think we are too obsessed with kids getting snatched. I don't think it happens that often. I literally don't think it happens that often. I feel like people I agree. put too I much it on it. a lot, but it shouldn't happen at all. It shouldn't happen at all. I guess, And I yeah. think you definitely can prevent it. Because a lot of the time, I don't think that your children are being snatched by randoms. They're getting snatched by like ex-partners, uncles, yeah. cousins. Well, that doesn't work then for the stranger danger thing. Because the whole you, thing about strangers, oh, you don't know them, so you wouldn't go with them. But if you're like, what you're saying is when they get snatched by people they know, people yeah. they know, it's not going to prevent that. Maybe you have to, um, I don't know, you just have to articulate that with I guess kids. we're not just parents, yes, that's another picture of them. Let's say the next, oh, the strict. Oh, they I, got okay, dragged. They, dragged. <laughs> they were made the villains of like the whole of Australia. Were their parenting style great? We like them now. Wait till the end. Oh. They have a whole redemption arc. So they made it through. Oh, to the very end. That's so true. That's so producer. They yeah. were they were going to get because I only watched the first episode, guys. I'm not as good as Scott. Scott watched every episode, which good on him. But I, let's just say one of us is more dedicated to the podcast than the other. Let's not say that because <laughs> who runs all the social media? So let's just <laughs> enough enough. We'll just argue all day. So they at the beginning, so they're strict parents. They're like really religious, which is fine. There's nothing there. But let's loop back around to that point in a sec. But they like use the um, wooden spoon. They wooden spoon. They spank their kids. And it's like often, and there was this part in the first episode where like the kids get to like be the parents, be the parents, and like pretend to like take care of the kids. And the first thing they do is yeah. go for the spoon. They go for the spoon. and They're like ready to be punished. It was bad. And then the kid like slaps the dad, and, and it's then, like, but oh then, my god! Do you know who played the victim in all that? Who? The dad. No, he's he started crying. He did because he's like, and then he was like, because he I saw got the hit. error in his ways. Well, he didn't do it. By the end, he said he wasn't going to do it, and he yeah. got through to this like because the best two from both the front row and the back row parents because they swap. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get to go into this big house for extra challenges. They went through. They went through. And they promised that they would not ever bring the spoon back again. So what got them through? Because their kids didn't even seem, not just the spoon, like they're doing that driving challenge and the the kids didn't obey them. They were like, not disobedient, but they... I, you know what? I have to, I like them as people personally. They both are very poised. They're very polite. Mm. I like them. But their kids, like the oldest especially, Mm. seemed so obediently disobedient where she obeyed the rules but so begrudgingly so the second she got any freedom she went off the the chains yeah yeah and all their kids went with the strangers really every single one they have three and one of them's quite old yeah the boy the the, there was one like well i think we have the ages here so 12 12 12 is old oh i thought grace was the oldest no the girl's not so they so they had three kids where'd they live i actually don't think luke I thought I think it was just Grace and Tim went. I don't think Luke was there. He oh. would have been too old. They were like, he'll yeah, know. yeah, he'll never, he'll know. It yeah. was the same with there was a single mum, single. Do you know the single mum that was in the back? Yes, single mum, seven kids, seven kids, homeschooled. She is a superstar. No, oh no, homeschooled. The amount of like time they'll take away from like her to do anything else with her life. She doesn't. She she. Parents. It's just the kids. How does she work or earn money? They didn't bring that up. So she's got to be rich, or there's got to be some income in the background. I, think or... about, I don't want to say it, but like you know. I know what you're going to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, child support. Child support. What would you say? I don't think it is because they're all from the same parent or they're adopted. Is it all the same parent? I'm pretty confident in that. I, oh, maybe the father like passed. I think it's something yeah. like that. I don't really know, but speculation. So the street parents, we they got better towards the end, you're saying, you're telling me. Did you mm-hmm. like them towards the end? 
I liked them, never really liked their children the or their children, parenting yeah. style. Or the parenting style. It didn't work, sadly. Not sadly. It was too it rigid. I rigid. Don't know. The kids seemed... didn't well, learn any independence. When they went into the... You know who else went into the big house? The gay couple. Yeah, of course. Um, which I did like. I didn't think that was tokenized. No. They were fine. They were... Well, wait till we get to it, but they had a weird situation. Can you not jump ahead the list, please? No, I'm Scott. getting really eager. But he, halfway through, was like, well, our views on um, same-sex marriage is very oriented towards the Bible, but our children are ready for any challenges that, like, I was like, why are you bringing what? this up on national television that you're a homophobe? Just say nothing. Just, uh, yeah, sometimes Someone I didn't need to say anything. Someone probing question. But I didn't, okay, quickly, hold on, let's, just one more thing with the strict parents before we move on to the nature parents. I didn't like how, once they said they were slapping, like, and then no, no other parents stood up for them. But then they asked everybody, oh, have you hit your kid before? And, like, ha- all of them put their hands up, basically. But then they got roasted for the whole... They didn't... Imp- because, oh, I don't know, they didn't implement... These can... You didn't like him? I need a second. Give me a sec. <sighs> if you were listening to this, I just had a visceral reaction because um, the next parenting style was the nature parents. What is nature parenting, you may be asked? Let me tell you. They all live in a tent. They have three children. No, five. Well, there was only three on the show. Well, they have five. You they cannot... have five, 12, 11, 9, 7, and five yeah. other ages. They all live in a tent. The thing that got me was the education standard. So a lot of the parents were like, so what do your children do in terms of school? And they were like, they're homeschooled. And they were like, please elaborate. Yeah, you have to. because then... Now, there, um, I know there are minimum standards your child has to reach. There's the... still a curriculum. Curriculum, exactly. There's still a curriculum that you have to follow. You can't just teach them whatever you think. The woman in the French parenting was like, can your children read? And he beat around the bush. He was like, my children read when they are ready to read. Yeah. And then he proceeds to say, like, our oldest has really started getting into books now. So she's starting to read now. Your oldest is 12. It's she should be starting, starting to, read, to yeah. read Harry Potter. She should start be reading poetry. She should start being an adult. Yeah. Like, her reading should be elevated. She shouldn't be reading Zach Power. <laughs> she shouldn't hey, be reading ex- Jay. Please stop, okay? Do not just drag Zach Power into this. Zach Power was great. You know what I had about Zach Power? I never saw what he looked like. And that kind of bugged me. It was always like the That's dark the point figure. Of reading. I don't like creating my own thing. I like to... You know? So when I watch... He's got no imagination. Yeah, no imagination. Mm. But now you're still dragging Zach Power. Is that what you're doing? Is that what you're doing? You're dragging Zach Power. Well, the fact that his children couldn't... And then she was like, he's beating around him. They can't read. I was like, yeah, they can't read. We know they can't read. It was embarrassing. Yeah. And I actually think they are lovely people. He spoke very eloquently. I did not like that they didn't wear shoes when they went out, though. At all. It seemed unsafe. Like, you can wear shoes around your campsite or just when you play. But when you, like, go out, like, into the city, basically, like... You have to wear shoes. You oh. don't know what's going to be on the ground or whatever. I feel like we should have, at the beginning of this segment, made a very clear statement. Our opinions don't fucking matter because neither of oh, us yeah, have not children. Parents, yeah, so. <laughs> um, so take everything we say with a grain, grain of salt. salt yeah. And with that, I will continue roasting them. So they also, the thing that got me was they spoke beautifully, both mm-hmm. of them. Yeah. Both of them spoke like wonderfully. They sounded like educated people, especially the man. I was like, nice. Nice, yeah. However... They create an environment of that, like for their children, that is just them. Yeah. Like, come on. Oh, anyways, but the whole thing about like, oh, they had to drag it. They have a swag that they drag out of the tent to. That's know. not even my issue. If you want to live like that, go do you. If you want your children to be in touch with nature, sure. Yeah. They have to be educated. Yes. Yeah. Because one day you will be either too old or dead, and they're going to have to be a part of society. Well, the other thing was like, they asked questions like, oh, what happens when the just say one of the kids wants to go to school. And they were going to deny them, basically, the chance to go to an actual school. 
they're like, oh, we'd have a discussion with them and try and come to a compromise. But how would you even how would you even want to go to school when you live like um, in the bush with no minimal technology? You do you know what I mean? I don't think it's, I think it's just the tent. I was like, you can live in a house like, and the kids can in the bush, like a maybe house they, in the bush. Yeah. That's different to this. This is like. I think maybe they overdid it for TV purposes. Yeah, and again, oh, do they work? On. Do they work? Like, I just. And what they just hang around in trees all day. But, like, but what I feel like they did you it. Over- die. Your children's whole environment has just been you. They can't make new friends because they don't even live in a suburb. They live in the bush. That's the other thing. Yeah, but they haven't actually interacted with a lot with of people, people or different people because it's just they're basically in the bush. They never go out really, like they said. When they don't go out, this just one was by far the most detrimental. Yeah, it didn't help. It wasn't good. I think spending time outside is fine, and that's you need that. You need a lot of it as a kid, but this is too much. That's a titter. Anyways, let's, they piss me off. They let's piss, go away. From yeah, that. let's just move on. Wait, wait, is that the other kids? That's the whole family. Oh, okay, let's go past them. Attach- oh. oh, no, you cannot say you like this. Hate it. Good, thank you. I These was, actually, people... let me take it back. I don't know if they are worse than the nature parents oh definitely worse i think they are oh you're throwing a little like um when they did that map thing he's like i don't want to share with my sister and it's like that's okay when he started kicking the car yeah okay so these parents attachment we didn't even explain it (laughs) attachment so they i don't even know how to we'll try and explain the best we can their parenting style is very hands-on yeah i would not helicopter parenting because they come up later okay right but it's it's very um, controlling. It's very making sure they're okay. It's validating, it's all about em- validating, it's validating, and like all about emotions, which is it's good. understanding emotions. But then they take it to a whole nother level. To a whole nother level. Like there's no boundaries in the whole relationship. The kids can do whatever they want because they're allowed to like express themselves. No consequences emotionally. Action. Like getting angry is fine, and throwing tantrums all the time is fine. But you need it, to express yourself, which is it should be fine. But to the extent that they allow it, yeah, because they don't have consequences. No. actions like when he started kicking the car she was like and her baby talk because oh. um there's another child there's another family that had the same age range they had five and seven yeah and if they hadn't not put the like numbers or like the age next to these kids i would have thought three and five right because she, are these kids five and seven five and seven no and the way she goes like i thought he was like four and raffy th- like she goes like raffy you need to know that being mad is okay you can be mad. You can be mad. But you cannot kick the cut. <laughs> kick the cut. I was like, girl. Shut up. Your baby talk has been proven to be detrimental to your children's learning. Yeah. If a child says something wrong, for example, like um, milk bottles. Like my younger brother used to be like, can I have like milk milk? And my mother would also say that. Yeah. Now, I do. <laughs> I'm studying a Bachelor of Linguistics. And... Um, Scott parenting over here. Parenting ah, God. Period. Okay. I don't know a lot, but I... Do spend way too much money on this course. So let me yeah. finally fucking use it. Um, you're supposed to recorrect with this with the correct words. You're not meant to correct them. Mm. So if a child says, "Oh, I holded the bottle instead of held," you say, "Oh, I'm glad you I'm glad you held the bottle." You don't correct them. You oh, just reinforce another sentence. Another with sen- the, correct the correct word. sentence. So if they say, "Like, can I have da da da?" You're like, "Yes, you can have the milk bottle." Don't re-say what they say. Right. Then you're just re-putting in. It just slows their learning. Oh, really? So you're supposed to, especially if you're... I thought it'd be the second opposite. Second language is English. I thought it'd be the opposite. Like, tell, like fixing them every time would just get them into the habit. So it's like you're trying to do it subconsciously, basically. Subconsciously. And it sticks. Apparently, it's meant to stick with them more. Hmm. Fun fact. Well, thanks. But this... They were awful. And, oh, I don't even know where to begin. Look, he's getting controlled by her. He's just like a side character, no, basically. You they're don't both think? getting controlled by the children. Oh, yeah, I guess, yeah. Yeah. I would hate... 
he is less than her, but she is less than their children. Yeah. Their but, children run it. <laughs> imagine going to a play date to their house. Like, as a kid, not now, of course. As a parent. Imagine oh, watching- you'll bring your kid to their house and be like, and your kid does something and you're like, no, stop. And then their kid, like, has it full and, like, I don't know. Throws breaks. a fucking knife. Yeah, throws a knife. It's like, you're allowed to throw stuff, but just like knives are dangerous. We like the responsibility that you picked up the knife. After we trust you, you with it. a knife. Yes. But we don't trust is throwing, throwing the knife. Oh, my like, God. Just get them off my screen. Yeah, they shouldn't. They Thank God. They, so they didn't make it through, you're telling me? They didn't make it through. Good, good, good. Did they get any votes or anything? Nope. Good. One. They were bad. Oh. So this is the gay parents. Now, their story is crazy. They really struggled to have kids. Obviously, oh, I wonder. They, I wonder why. I, I wonder why they struggled to have kids. I don't kids, mean Scott. they struggled to have kids with each other. We all know <laughs> what I mean there. Like, surrogacy was... They were struggling. Yeah. I think also because they were older when they started to give it a go. Then oh, parents, so surrogacy is when they use their own sperm, right? Yeah. Oh, so you think because they were older... Oh. Their own, their own sperm was the issue, I'm pretty confident. So is it... I, I don't really know how surrogacy works, but is it like IVF? So that it's the fertilized it outside IVF. the body and then it's put into the... Surrogate the mother. uterus, yeah. Right, okay. Um, however, so the doctors were like, well, let's give it a go. Let's try and let's aim for twins. Yeah. Because hopefully something's going to survive in like blah, blah, blah. So they both like two different surrogates. Like they put two sets of twins in. All of them survived. Right, So okay, on the same yeah, day, yeah. four sets of twins. Like two sets of twins. twins four well, children. Well, so yeah. scroll down a bit. So I think we have a picture of the family. Yeah. Nine, 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 nine. Nine, nine, nine. Yeah. What, do, what would you call that again? What's four? Um... Quadruplets? Yeah, but, they were, but they're technically quadruplets. not. Quadruplets, yeah. Those two are twins and those two are twins. But yeah. they were all born I on the think, same day. I don't know if these two... Are these two identical? They're all identical. Oh, so they're all so these two are identical and these far ones are identical. Yes. And, like, they need the routine. They Like, their sparing tile is all routine. Like, everything's, like, set out. The days are all set out. Mm-hmm. Everything is planned. Like, they all have the same lunches. They all have the same things. They have time set out for each activity. They need that. They have four of the same age boys. Growing up. Yeah, I don't know how they do it. Like any other, they could not do the, the stupid attachment thing, could they? It would just be a whole mess. They wouldn't get anywhere in life. And they're doing it well. I think they were really good. They, they got through. They got through. They got through to the And finals. they deserved it. Like, it I do worked. think that they're... What, what was the bad thing? They must have shown some like negatives to the parenting style. What was the negative? Sometimes it takes too long. If they're on a time crunch, like they had a challenge where they had to set up a kid's birthday party, but they only had so many hours to do it. And it... it they were wasting time planning details and they just, if, it, if, if anything went off the schedule, they couldn't adapt. Right. So they had no adaptability yeah. because they were, were so, which they, when they went to the house, all, yeah. they had all the kids. Mm-hmm. My nails? No, no, no. I was looking at something else. I was like, You're they're right. all crusty. No, it's fine. Um, they have no ability to go with the flow, change. Yeah. If something goes tits up, they're behind on the program. What are we going to do? Yeah. They can't like, yeah, yeah. That's the um, issue. That's strange. I think they would be. I thought they would be able to do that because of the routine. Of course, you're not always going to be able to follow that set out structures. You need to be able to like incorporate errors, but apparently not. Apparently not. So it fell apart when there wasn't the routine. Yeah. They didn't have anything really problematic though. No, no. And that, yeah, they were good television. Their children. um, The only thing that they like started crying about and having a breakdown about was when the kids, they went with the person with the dog. Oh, okay. Not many did. Only the strict parents, and I think only the routine parents. Maybe one more, but I cannot remember. Cannot remember. Okay. So, yeah, that was them. They were they were fine. Tiger parents. Now, I'm going to just read this because I actually don't know. Tiger parenting is parents who have extremely high expectations of their children, and they can be unrelenting in ensuring that their children pursue excellence. Would you like me to... Explain. Explain. Are they good or bad? 
like just I want they out of ten, of, what would rating would you give them? This is gonna be really problematic. I'm gonna say seven. That's fine. I liked the parenting, but at the beginning, they made the tiger parents seem heartless. Very stereotypical Asian where it was like, study, study, study. Yeah. Like they really did make them seem like the stereotype. stereotype. Which she said. Like the mum yeah. was like, we are the stereotype, but we're going to show you what the <laughs> That's stereotype- why she's on the show. That's why Channel 9 has Well, chosen. it was really yeah. lovely because they got through to the final house, which I'm going to be honest, I think the final house was rigged. You think the, the drama. Yeah. It was all set up for that. Because the well, best that means- mom was the, the best parent was easily the single mom. Easily. You're saying that the, the two strict groups was the, strict- Strict and Tiger went And through. Tiger were both strict, basically. And then we had a routine and free range. And free range. Um, but when it came to the whole parenting style, it was very intense. It was very this, 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 go, go, go. Yeah. It was study, 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 play the piano, play the piano, play the piano, is what they were doing. And she was very harsh. She was like, do that part again. That was not done well. That was bad. Or during challenges, when he had to like jump off this rock into water, he was like, I can't swim. She was like, you can swim, just not very beautifully. And it would be things like they had to earn money and they were busking. They, she was like, I'm good this didn't go the way they planned and they didn't get much money because they're playing bad. And they need to know that if they don't do well, they don't get money. Like, blah, 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 blah. Okay, but in saying that, when they did do well, though, did they, like, reinforce them? Towards the end. Sorry. I think towards the end, a lot of the parents were like, come on, be a little nicer. So when more of the challenges went, they did yeah. warm up. But I personally, like, because I'm going to be honest, before that, I was like, that's so mean. Let your child have passions and da, da, da. When it came down to it, and they had challenges like the talent show, and their child had um, to basically be autonomous and run the day for themselves, yep. their children were the best equipped. Granted, their children were a little bit scaredy cats, I think, because they're so held, but not nearly as much as the attachment parents or the helicopter parents. See, that's the thing. So their kids, maybe they are a bit like, yeah, they're scared of like other things, experiences, but what they're good at, they're great at. And it kind of seemed like everyone looked at them towards the end like, our children aren't, aren't that good. nearly as good as anything yeah. that they are good yeah. at. Like, because their children did they, stick did to they, something. Did the kids seem happy? Yes. They did still. Towards, especially towards the end. Like, I think throughout the whole thing, their children were smiling. Like, they did this photo shoot that was so lovely. And, like, it was funny. It was, like, mm. nice. Everyone was laughing. The camping. They had a camping challenge. It was so beautiful. <laughs> did the nature parents do the camping challenge? Never got through to it. Oh, shame. You know, <laughs> just their life. But it literally was like, I don't know. I just loved it. I was like, this, it was beautiful. I feel like this whole show actually made the parents that were on it better parents. Because they got to see other people's ways of things and pick up like the good parts from oh, each little for thing. Sure, for sure. And then sure, add sure. it back into theirs. Because every style has goods and negatives. Some have more negatives. Yeah. If you focus on just one parenting style, it's yeah. not going to work. You have no. to give and take when and where. Yeah. And if you want your children to you to stick with things, mm. you've got to be pushy. Yeah. Because when you're a kid, maybe you don't want to wake up at 8 a.m. to go swimming or you don't want to train on a 6 p.m. Yeah. Saturday or for think, football. Exactly. You need that little push sometimes. You, not little, but you need the push. But sometimes you don't actually know what's you need someone to keep you accountable to be like, hey, you yeah. signed up for this team and you're not letting the team down. You've got to show up. And majority of the time at the end, once they've done all the things, they actually enjoyed it. And they were happy yeah. that they actually went. Mm-hmm. And if they had the like the attachment parents, I'm sure they would be like, no, yeah, if you don't want to go, we don't have to go. Oh, and everyone made it because when they were like picking up firewood and stuff, they made them put on gloves. Which okay. I thought in the wild, they're camping, put That's on fine. gloves. That's a re- everyone was like, to detach your children from nature. That was so weird. I was like, what? And then she basically had to be well, like, our children are like musicians, like their hands are really important to what they do. So I just wanted to protect it. But I thought even if you're not, that wasn't a weird thing I to do. I don't think you pick it maybe up Maybe a little, maybe a little odd, but it's not safety first. 
It's not like she made them. I don't know. I there's was nothing. Like, the thing is, there's nothing wrong with it. Like putting on gloves to pick up firewood. There's like going to be splinters. What there a might weird be bugs thing or whatever. Everyone in the room to pick up. That's on. what I mean. I think that's a producer thing. Producer I think so, thing. Yeah. Like that's nothing. The way basically. they edited. So they were fine. Yeah. I personally liked it, and I know that's controversial. Everyone's gonna be like, no, no, no. no. But I think the reason people don't like it is because it's not the Australian way. To yeah. Do things like that. Here's your favorite. I'm not a fan. The homeschooled lady I'm with not her a fan. single so mother of seven children. Seven older we children as well. To, oh, wait, is it seven? One, two, three, three four, four, five, five six, 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 six children. Six. Oh, you know what? Six children? Actually, it's not, not that good. It's seven. not that good, is it? So she lives in Queensland, presumably, yeah. A single mother. And pause first. Oh, no, don't pause that. Um, <laughs> I was like, the audio is not going through. Um, the reason I like her the most is because in every single challenge, she did not struggle. There was only one challenge. Did she struggle? And it's because she had teenagers. There was one challenge where it said, no technology, 24 hours. Oh. And one of her teenagers couldn't do it. So she started crying. She started um, basically being like, I can't do this. I don't want to do this. I'm not addicted. I need my phone, which I kind of get. Like I would. Well, that's, but that's the thing that the other parents weren't put in that situation was their kids were a lot younger. All they had to do was Xbox or things like that. Yeah. Yeah. They were a lot younger, but now this is a problem though. Kids are addicted to their phones. Kids are addicted to stuff. Yeah. And then when the parents give them their iPad from the age of three, of course they're going to be freaking addicted. Oh, could you imagine? And like, all I the didn't apps get, um, are designed to keep you focused on the thing. To get you back in. Yeah. iPod Touch. I got my first one in year five, yeah. I want to say. Because that's when it came out. Mm-hmm. Oh, before that I had an iPod. iPod. I never had an iPod. I didn't get it. Play music. My, oh, you should have seen when my mom got an iPod Nano. Revolutionary. That <laughs> the was Nano. Like, the Nano. The na- this I don't understand big. how it how it worked. With the little little circle thing couldn't tell you I, I don't get how you get to the menu how you get anywhere i feel like it, it was beyond me anyways back to our queen deb the yeah. single mother oh sorry <laughs> i i do think that she also didn't really struggle because she had these older older parents so she had different issues her issues was more like i can't be the attachment i liked her because she was the only parent to be put in a situation where she didn't get to choose her parenting style yeah the free range got to choose to be free range the nature parents got to choose to be nature she was like i didn't I did get to choose how I wanted to educate my children, but that was it. She was like, I didn't get the opportunity to be like, I want to be attachment. There's only one of me. The children outnumber me. Right. So I can't So give. what were her style again? Her style was, it was just like homeschool. Homeschool I think they was the name. Her. Right. So they are very family oriented, which I think is good because the older children almost parent the younger ones. Yeah. Like in some of the challenges, she was like, you had to encourage your child to jump off the biggest diving platform or something like that. Your youngest. Yeah. And her youngest is like five or something. It's tough. Mm-hmm. But the older kids were encouraging, or when they had to go on the roller coaster ride, and the middle child was like, "Can't do this." The older kids, or even the younger one, the younger was like, "Do it for me," and then he did it for her. Like the whole, it's a it's a unit. Mm. Everyone helps each other, yeah. and I think that's why I like theirs the best. Was there because she is homeschooled? Did it seem like the kids were educated? I think it's hard to tell because I saw the nature parents' children, and then so you, everyone you looked educated. It, yeah, yeah. But they all seemed highly educated. They seemed fine. They seemed like they seemed like they were keeping up with the curriculum, and she was teaching. The them only problem with schools, and... homeschooling, is the other thing. There's a social aspect. Like they're not with other kids their age. They're yeah. just with their family. Family. So they don't actually get exposed to a lot of stuff. This is another problem. So they they might be smart, like intellectually, but they don't have that social stuff. Also, social work with homeschooling, you may be you can get a teaching degree. Yes. And still not be able to teach them English, math, science, oh, yeah. religion, yeah. TAS, um, art. You, there's no way that you are an expert in every... Otherwise, you'd be getting a Nobel Peace Prize, basically. Exactly. You cannot be specialized in that many fields. That's why teachers only teach one or one two subjects. subjects. Yeah. Or, or plus religion, of course. Because, you know, yeah. Our school was... But they normally yeah. do that. They do like... They have their main subject or they teach like a year seven subject. Just to like make up the teacher numbers. 
it was never like they taught like two like year 12 subjects you know what i mean for sure definitely yeah. not like you're never getting a science teacher and an english teacher or even science no. and math would be yes. very rare I think we, I think we had one. one. Are you yeah. thinking of... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. GG. GG. <laughs> anyway, so you liked her. She was my favorite. I was mad when she didn't get through. But I think the reason she didn't get through is because her kids were too old, some of them. Yeah, and it was like a different situation to the rest of the parents. Yeah. So now, helicopter. So do you know who this is? The rugby player? Yeah, Sam Thade. I had no clue who that was. So you had no clue who it was. Okay, I'm right. I did not care. I think... It, no, I should play. Um, it'll play, it'll play. Easy. <sighs> no? What is helicopter? Okay, let's read the little bio. It does give us a bio here. So helicopter parenting is, is parents who hover over their children and swoop in at the smallest sign of trouble their children might be experiencing. Did they call themselves helicopter parents? Yes. They See, I thought helicopter parents was a negative thing. Like, oh, I would never call myself a helicopter parent. I I'm just like looking out for my kid. coined that term. They must have been coined that term before the show even started. Right, yeah, Because yeah. they kind of were like, more like drone <laughs> like they kind of were drifting away from the like heli oh okay. title. they're yeah. like we kind of like we just like hover we're more like drones look i feel like sam thought i wanted to be, he, he works for channel nine i'm pretty sure he's put on a bit of weight far out anyway not not important um, i think he works for channel nine so i think they're like oh do you you got a family do you want to be in the show he's like sure and what would you describe your parenting style he's like oh i don't know so they just the children seemed very normal Absolutely normal. Mediocre. Most of the children seemed normal, but their children seemed um, sheltered. You can definitely tell that their life was incredibly easy. They have minimal hardships, anything difficult. Like the challenge that they had to go get milk by themselves at the groceries. Granted, they are very young to do that. They are young, yeah. But the parents' reactions and the parents' like da-da-da was a lot. What do you mean the reaction? Like, like the, they were like hovering outside like the house, like waiting for them to come back, like looking once they saw them. Like, oh. I think that's fine. I think that is fine. Because Not to the level these periods were doing. No, like, because I feel like these, their kids hadn't done this before. They hadn't gone and got milk, It is obviously. the first time, you're right, you're right. And, you know, you want to, you're nervous. You still have your parental instincts. Did they, like, wait outside the front door? Or were they just peeking through the window and then they came outside in? Outside the front and, door. Like, down the street, basically. Uh, okay. like in the cul-de-sac. Okay. Anyways, um, she seems a little more loopier than him. He seems like quite a reasonable dude. Mm. Do you make any jokes? He's pretty funny. No, I he was, him. I liked him. Yeah. Um, I thought she was quite odd. The, she they had cute moments, but even the kids' interactions with each other, I was just like, you are so entitled. You were so So you could actually, for. you could feel it. I could feel it from the kids. It was need, need, need. Like they were very needy, which obviously is fine at that age. I'm not, okay. Judging I'm not them. judging children. Remember, we don't actually have kids. Let's, let's, we do not have children. Let's be real here. We're not <laughs> but I was the just, be all end of parenting. I'm only comparing here. the kids with other kids. With the other parents on the show and like how good they were in comparison and like. Like, I don't think they would be able to share. No, no. Channel 9 stuff off. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> they seem very basic. Like, it doesn't seem like... Not basic. It seems very general, their parenting. Hovering. It was think, definitely not the worst. I would no. give it... Honestly, more positive than negative. Yeah. I would give it a six. So, they didn't make it through, though, you tell They me. did not make it through. So, I think we've got one more. Let me just make sure. So, we've got free range and disciplined. We'll, we'll go through these quickly because we're dragging our feet a little bit. All right. Free range. These guys were judgy from the first show. Okay, tell me about the... I don't know their style. I can't... Not I don't know silence. what free range, free range means. What, they're little chickens? Do we want? They do what they... What do you they mean? don't parent their children. I'm going to sound really judgy with this one because I actually am really mad they won because I think that's a bad influence. Okay, let's read the bio quickly. Parenting. Free range parents believe in letting children discover their own limits rather than setting them for themselves. They do not parent their children. Their children in the school system must be absolute reckless little shits yeah they would be because they climb up poles they do this and i don't think their children are bad kids i just think they don't have the they don't have limits they don't know when to sit they don't know when to listen they don't know when to learn and they don't know when to 
let other people shine either. <sighs> Shit. Oh, that was not even nearly the worst that has Is that happened. the kitchen counter? Yeah. They could use power... She was using knives and power drills and things like that, which... And what were the parents doing at the time? Nothing. That's fine. Let's just kitchen into a pool. That's fine. I just... The whole... Well, she can't swim. Mm. Oh. They think this is swimming? She's drowning. I'm actually really scared. Oh, get your head Full up. Full drowning. Far out. She's swallowing water. Literally. She just spat water out. And I do get... Like, I am a... I do like how they let their children really push themselves. That's great. A few things that I don't like. Their children will never... They are the antithesis. Antithesis? Is that opposite? The op- Let's just go with opposite. Yeah. They're the opposite of the tiger parents. Right. Well, the tiger children are amazing at what they do. They yeah. Their children will never be really great at anything because they don't... They wouldn't be able to stick with it. Yeah, yeah. Because they just, like, they just they move on to the anyway. next thing. Exactly. And the next thing, and the next thing, next thing, next thing. They'll they never did, focus the on The challenge is half-assed as well. Like, the map challenge, get somewhere. They were just letting their kids say left, right. And I was like, it's fun. Yeah. But it's not practical. Yeah. And I love fun, but at some point... You got to... <laughs> So why did they win? There has to be a reason they won. What did people say like at the final conclusion? I have like, genuinely no fucking clue. Because it's, it, it just seems... I get the idea. I get like, oh, letting your kids like be more free. But what does it say here? Their goal is to raise independent adults who can thrive on their own. They live this way because it's stress-free. Paying down a free range in every way. Education, meal times, play times, bed, bed times. Anytime. Mm, their kids are always climbing, jumping, tumbling, tackling, and doing dangerous things. And Penny and Daniel don't bat an eyelid. The nine-year-old rides his push bike alone to school. That's fine. That's fine. And goes to Parkland Zone. That's fine. They don't use floaties in the pool with their two-year-old, so she can swim easily. That was um, not easily. Babes. That was not easily. She was. Yeah, I don't. I don't like that one. Do you think they watch over the kids in the pool? Oh, for sure. I, okay. I don't think they're bad parents. Right. I just think that they're. It Look at this like though. A lack of no, parenting. this is this is too far, Scott. They have a ping pong table in their lounge room. Absolutely. How not. dare they? Absolutely. I'm calling not. dogs. I'm just going to call <laughs> dogs now. A ping pong table. What are the kids going to swallow it? Like I was done with them. Move on. They're free range because they want to raise creative, resourceful, independent kids. That's the thing, though. Their children you... will not respect boundaries or rules. Life they... has rules. Yeah, uh, at school, these ki- the oh, I feel so bad for the teachers. Like, I feel bad for the other. How kids. can the kid? How can the kid be free at home? Do whatever. Then he gets to a school environment and, and he has to, to follow some stuff. And you know any what? rules, not even that strict rules. And then they can use the excuse, "Oh, school shouldn't be like Schools- that." School shouldn't have to like uh, control the kids. The kids should be able to do what they want. Yeah, they're fucking five. What and do you not, mean? And there's thirty of them. Yeah, it doesn't work like that. If you want your child to have a one-on-one experience where they get to do homeschool, homeschool like the other lady, homeschool. Shooter. They're not entirely permissive, however, and do not say yes to everything, such mm-hmm. as asking for toys or treats at the shops. They value spending lots of time together, having fun, and get complacent. I don't think I've ever seen them through having no. a strong relationship with their children. Yeah, they did say that rubbish. halfway through, though. They were like, I think everyone just thinks we say yes to everything. That's because you were. And everyone sort of ganged up with them at one point. I can't remember. Oh, especially the homeschool mum. She basically sat there like this and went, so how much of your parenting style was deliberate? And how much of was it you fell into it? What she meant by that was how much of it was deliberate and how much do you just not want to parent your children? You just don't want to. (laughs) <laughs> they didn't wear protection. They just had these kids and like, oh, fuck, we got them now. Definitely just not. Just let them go, go, go. You don't make three mistakes. No, you don't make three mistakes. No, first, what do they say? What's like, fool me once, shame on me. Fool you fool twice, me twice, shame, shame on, on you. Three times, that's a pattern. That's a pattern. Team Wolf. Team. <laughs> now, we're final one, guys. We're here at the end, which is good. We did well. I think Disciplined. We well. Disciplined. They got roasted. 
even so what more does dis- okay let's read the, again parents. they made their kids brush their teeth with soap disciplined parents are very clear on setting expectations boundaries and guide- guidelines for their children to follow they expect that it's my house and it's my rules but how is this different to the strict, the strict it is the same it's the same it's just with a different name yeah um but, but the thing with the different with the strict parenting is the strict parenting was more there are clear rules disciplined parenting was i'm the leader like she was the leader i really don't like this already mentality like i've seen on the images here like she's like pointing to something like a dictator she, do you know wait i can't tell you who it is do you remember what the my, it's just an oh it's a ferret they had ferrets do you remember that <laughs> one teacher that made me, me terrified yeah in year 10 specifically yeah, 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 yeah. and made yeah reminds me of her but in the way like, that she acted the kids just seem scared she she's a scary lady I don't saying that she doesn't love her kids or anything. No, she she no. made her granted, everyone roasted her like their family for it, but they brushed their teeth with soap. When they're in trouble. When they like use bad language and things like that. And everyone went, that is detrimental. Often it seems. I don't think it's often, because they did backtrack and like we've only done it like twice in like the last two years, something like that. Well, I guess but it's not the point. The psychological damage you can cause once. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Your child could become mute. That's not the point. She's terrifying. Like, she looks terrifying. Her children got like an ice cream and stuff and she was like, I think you need to give me money. Which, sure, but the way she said it and the way she like, oh, she terrified me. So what does the dad me. do? Is he aggressive as well? Not nearly as much as she is. She runs the house. So it's her It's her house, basically. It, it, it definitely is her house. It just seems, this is what Karen's, these are Karen's. She terrified me. She freaks me out just looking at it. Like, look at her, like her face in these in these images. Like, she's aggressive towards the kids. Like, look at that. Like, pointing and like, you need to do this, you need to do that. Is that like their chores child? And she, they're not even in trouble. Imagine what she's like if they're... Oh my, if yeah, they haven't done old. anything at this point. Yeah. Oh, my God. Gosh. So she didn't win. She didn't get through. No, stuff that. Right. But I, I think it was a good show. I think it was good to see the different types of um, techniques that parents oh, use. For sure. And, like, critique them. I can't believe they won. Yeah, mad that they won. I think because so many people are going to be like, oh, I should do the same thing. Please don't. Please don't. You already see it at school nowadays when, like, kids just do whatever can... they freaking want. Yeah. All right. Ready to move on? Yeah. I would recommend it. I would, recommend I would highly it. recommend watching it. Um, Wait, let me... Let me know how you feel. Oh. Now, <laughs> the true drama at hand. The Rock vs... I can't... Wait, where's my mouse? Hold on. The Rock vs Vin Diesel. So you don't know about this, do you? Is that what you're telling me? I have not been informed. You, ha- you How do you not know about this? So The Rock and Vin Diesel, they started to make movies together. Can, are you finished with the charger? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. sorry. All good, all good, all good. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. It's too <laughs> short. It's too short. I should be fine. And the Rock and Vince, so they made moves together with Fast and Furious. And they're both very alpha males. Like they view themselves as alpha males. You got the Rock. So this is the thing. Look at this image. This is this is the start, basically. So alpha. They're not this size. The Rock is a lot taller than Vin Diesel. He is standing on a platform here. He's also not as muscular as the Rock. The Rock is peptided up. Like th- is Vin Diesel the thing is, name? they're probably not even. It, this is probably the camera trick. The Rock is probably standing further away from the camera than, or vice versa, one of the two. Dwayne the Rock Johnson, yeah. So it all started back in 2016, where The Rock released a tweet saying, "Family is going to have differences of opinion and fundamental core beliefs. To me, conflict can be good things <laughs> He's fine, when man. it's followed by great re- resolution. I was raised on healthy conflict and welcome it. And like any family, we get better from it. And that was like the start of it, like when he's like hinting alluding to like there's some like strain in the relationship then it was later found out that the person he was talking about was um Dwayne uh, no the person he's talking about was Vin Diesel saying that he's like a he just makes everything about himself and he like conflict and everything talking about the candy ass situation yeah he called him a candy ass 
He called Vin Diesel a candy ass. Then Vin Diesel kept on like responding, saying that The Rock is like just oh my little brother, all these like condescending ways to say like oh we're still family. When you come over, my kids call you uncle, little brother, like little, all these things. This is not how alpha males react. This is little brat behavior. Yes, it is. So then it all accumulated with one of the last Fast and Furious movies mm-hmm. where they did not want to be on set with each other at, at the same time. So this, you can tell Fucking in the movie. children. So they won't do a, um, uh, like a mid shot. They'll do a close up on each other's face because they're not in the same room. So it'll just be like my face, la, 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 then it'll be the rocks. Then it'll be back to me. There's a scene as well where they do a handshake in the thing to like coming together. It's Neither two, their hands. It's not their hands. It's not their hands. They hate each other. It just, it's, it was Fast 9. That was the one. And they're just children. Like any vehicle that has run around the globe eight times, the franchise is in need of maintenance, he wrote. And they, they and Vin Diesel's like, yeah, I want, I really want to work with you because you're great to work with. And I want to make this the greatest movie ever. We were not in any... Yeah, here we go. The Rock duly acknowledged this fact. That is correct, he said. We were not in any scenes together. In an IGTV post, it really does seem like The Rock has finally let go of whatever beef he was holding on to against Vin Diesel. This was in 2019, okay? In GDA thanking numerous parties in the aftermath of show, he thanked Diesel for his support. Last but not least, want to thank Brother Vin for your support of Hobbs and Shaw. That was like their spin-off movie. Diesel cites the tough love he needed to give The Rock performance, blah, blah, blah. An interview with... Uh, I think that's about it. But yeah, they do not, do not, they do not like each other. I laughed and laughed harder. I think everyone had a laugh at that. I'll leave it. Yeah. So what do you think? What do you think of this? Children. Who do you think would um, win in a fight? The Rock. He's 6'4". So, okay. I forgot. That's actually not it. So look at this picture. Yeah. You see this picture? Yeah. And we all thought that back in 2019, the beef was squashed and they released a couple things. Oh, somebody's at the door. Anyway. A couple things saying like, oh, we're going to, we've got over it now. We're moving on. But then, in lead up to 2000, the Fast, Fast 10, the new one, Vin Diesel released this photo. So we've all seen this photo now, right? Yeah. Now I'm going to put up... Except for people listening on the pod. Oh, okay. <laughs> and now look at this photo. He's extended his head to make his head... Was his head slightly smaller than the rocks? He extended his head. He stretched it out to make him look bigger, and he made the rocks smaller. And this is the quote, my little brother, Dwayne. So that restarted this whole beef, basically. So it was dead. It was dead. Two years had gone. Then he releases this. That's a shit use of Photoshop. It's a shit he use. He looks of... like an alien. Yeah. But the thing is, he's now bigger. Look, he's, he's, he's just enlarged himself. And that's the whole thing. They are so egotistical. It's I all about them. Straight. It is just about... Okay, that's a bit... <laughs> All of them. Every single one. Every single one you hate. Yeah, that's his post. And yeah, so now the hate is still on. And who knows if they're going to film the next movie at all now. It could be mean that the Fast and Furious franchise is dead. Thank fuck. Scott, it is huge, the Fast and Furious franchise. I don't know who's watching it anymore, but it's so crazy. They go into space now. They do anything. (laughs) They do everything. But the box office on these films is massive. Like they make their money back. Yeah. So the last one, 720 million back from box office. And it was a bad movie. The one before that, 1.2 billion. Like, they make so much from this. Which one was the Tokyo one? Is that six? Tokyo Drift. No, that was like ages ago. Fast and Furious, Tokyo Drift. The Fast and the Furious, Tokyo Drift. Box office? Oh, 160 million. Yeah, it wasn't big. Tokyo Drift. It just, it's big because of the song. Billion or million? Billion. Billion. No, 160 million. 160 million, yeah. Mm. I was going to say, I thought you said billion. I was like, um. 
the first ones are the better movies, but they don't actually gross as much because back then there wasn't as much money in this whole thing. True. So like, yeah, I'm looking at the original like Fast and Furious, 360 million, and that was the original. That was like that what people see as the best, and it is one of the better ones. Like the early on, it wasn't as stupid as it is now. But yeah, that's your rock drama. Okay. Do you want to talk about your work or you're good for the day? Because we've been going I reckon for a while we'll leave now. that. We'll leave that one for next week. Because let me tell you now, team, it was a doozy. Cliffhanger. Last, this is what this last is. week at this work. This is a cliffhanger. But um, yeah, we'll yeah. leave that one for next week. Right. So thank you guys for listening to today's podcast. Or watching you enjoyed hey. the video. Yeah, watching. That'd be nice. But yeah. So thanks, guys. And peace out. You want to say bye? Bye. Bye.